How are you guys doing today? We are back. It's time to get the ball rolling. We are back on a beautiful day. So happy to be here. This is Tyler Fessler, your Get the Ball Rolling host. It's been uh, quite a ride the last couple of weeks as I have been covering this. I've been extremely busy with the July 4th holiday, uh, talking to schools, talking to all sorts of people. The season is fast approaching as of today. We have uh, about around 50 days until the college football season so we are it's starting to go it's about 15 ish days i believe until people can start reporting from camps and honestly i cannot wait it will be uh, this season i think has a lot of potential uh, to be different than any other season anyway so we're going to get into it as you guys know i have been Going through, I I did uh, teams with the most approved. Uh, if you listen to my other podcast, uh, I had each part broken down into you know power five, group five. Uh, I also had going up, going down, and long shot uh, part one, and we will be finishing off part two with this podcast, the group of five uh, podcast. So I uh, I can't. I would not be who I say that I am and how much I love sports and how much I cover sports if I did not talk about the independent. Uh, I would not be going doing going up, going down, and long shot in the independent because there is only a few of them. But I will be telling you somebody that you need to keep an eye on, and that is the Army Black Knights. Vegas has them uh, favored, well, with eight and a half wins. Uh, I think they're favored in almost every single game. The only game I see them not being favored in is the Michigan game. Uh, obviously, the Navy, uh, the Navy game in Philly, a uh, little bit different of a circumstance, but they... Uh, but they've won the last three years against Navy, so I would not be surprised if they get it done again this year. I Like I said, they'll be favored in almost every single game. Uh, eight and a half. If you're going to Vegas, uh, don't – I mean – it's, it's your it's your deal if you're going to go bet, but eight and a half wins for this Army team should be enough to get it done. Jeff Monken is a terrific uh, coach, uh, knows what he's doing, really has turned this program around, been to three bowl games in uh, just six, well, six years, uh, and he's won every single game. That's impressive in itself and being ranked, and they hadn't been ranked since 1996. And getting back-to-back double-digit win seasons, this team has. He, I mean, I'm not going to go on with the with his accomplishment. You know who he is, uh, Jeff Monken, Army Black Knight. So uh, we will be moving in to the American Athletic Conference now. Uh, going back to what was previously published in the Power Five, doing the Group of Five, going up, going down, and long shot. All right, we are moving on. Uh, so one of the things as I look through this side of the conference, uh, you can you can make a lot of arguments. This conference, this side of the conference is going to be uh, a big question mark. 
number one, we're going to go through it real quick. Uh, UConn with their whole lame duck situation with them going to the Big East. Who knows what's happening? Uh, you have UCF, who today they say that their starting quarterback, not Mackenzie Milton, the one Brandon Winbush, who is a senior, breaks his ankle. Uh, and so they're going to have to rely on Daryl Mack. That was a transfer from Notre Dame now. And you have Cincy coming off of one of their best seasons. I uh, have not had uh, an 11, well, they haven't had a double-digit win season since 2012 and then have not reached 11 wins since 2009. Uh, so it's been a while. The last year Brian Kelly was there, and we know where Brian Kelly is at now. Now, uh, like I said, we're going to be going up, going down, and lock shot. So, so as I look through this conference, it's going to be tough. So I will start with something that I know. Going up, I will take the ECU Pirates, East Carolina, okay? And I say this for a couple reasons. Number one, they returned 14 people coming off. That, that's, that's, a, that's a lot. They didn't lose that many. Uh, 14 out of 22 starters, that's, that's good odds. You're, you're, doing, you're doing all right. Uh, not only do they, do they return uh, a really good uh, quarterback, they return a couple of uh, offensive linemen, and defensive linemen that will be really influential. I think, like I said, this side of the conference is really kind of a tough uh, bet because there's so many questions. But I'm looking at it. They play Gardner-Webb, and they play William and & Mary, and they play Old Dominion. And I believe that every single one of these games is a win. I think you'll, you're going to favor uh, ECU in those games. Uh, as you go down, you know, you can make, okay, well, they could upset, you know, maybe a couple of teams. But then you, you come upon UConn. Again, I feel like UConn this year, they, it can go either way. But in my opinion, I feel like they're just going to be a lame duck. They're pulling out of the conference. Nobody, I mean, no one's, it's this big kind of thing that they're doing i could say they could be the team going down we don't really know what's going to happen with them uh but i think you say that's a win there and i think they beat the the golden hurricane uh last game of the season it is in greenville north carolina and so you're looking at there you're like okay that's one two three four five wins that's better than last year you pull off an upset or you pull off a you know what I'm looking across across a team like Navy, a team like SMU, uh, a team like USF. You can pull off one of those wins. You're bowl eligible for the first time since 2014. Mike Houston has had a lot of success in the FCS realm. Uh, so I would not be betting against him. He is a first year coach. Got to understand that. But I see this team going up. Now, the team that's going down, I'm going to take the easy road out. I'm sorry, but I believe it's UConn. I know they're, they're one win, but I don't, they, when they only had one win last year, and I think you could say, well, you know what, that's the bottom of the barrel. And honestly, it probably is. Uh, and they do play Wagner this year, uh, and they do get UMass, uh, on the road in Amherst, but, you know, it is, I believe that's where they play. Um, UConn's defense brings back a lot, but there's so many questions around. I don't think this, this, this team at the end, like at the end of uh, this season, you're going to be like, oh yeah, they, yeah, they, uh, they were impressive. No, they're going down, and they, they're going down because, and they feel bad more so because they're, they're 
higher ups, their their board of presidents, whatever you want to call it. You know, they kind of put them in a bad situation. You could have waited. I understand that there's no really good time. I guess the summer is the best time. But as you're preparing for the football season, being told that you're not going to be playing against those teams anymore and you don't know where you're going to be playing next year, Hopefully by the first of the season we'll be able to know where they're going to be playing. But there's so many questions around them. I feel like that's going to be going down. And my long shot. Now, uh, a lot of people are favored, uh, this team, to actually win even the American. But the long shot that I have, in my opinion, is the Cincinnati Bearcats. And I say that for a couple of reasons. Number one, they had a, they had a tremendous year last year they turned around Luke Fickle did what I didn't think he could do and I'm going to say that I mean I went, he was at Ohio State and I was like man this guy he, he he really didn't do well at Ohio I was kind of thought it was laughable um at some of the things I mean he won a few games but overall it was a big question mark and they went from going four wins four wins the previous two years to getting 11 years 11 wins last year so it really was impressive what they were able to do now i have my indicator and my indicator has them not reaching 11 wins by a lot vegas even has them at six how can you have this team at six yes i understand they play ohio state and they have the rest of i mean they do they do pull marshall out of the cusa who's a team that you don't want to be like not to be trifled with you do have ucf at home you are on the road against houston houston is said to have a super good uh powerful offense with dana holgerson blah 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 first year coach kind of a few question marks but then you do get you know, Tulsa ECU UConn which arguably you know ECU has been towards the bottom despite me thinking that they're going up this year they have been towards the bottom of the American the last few years uh UConn the big question mark and you got Tulsa which has been proven not very good the past few years uh you do get Miami Ohio so you're looking at it you're like okay they're going to get six wins now USF they're on the road but USF I don't know about Charlie Strong couple questions I have there uh Temple who knows and at Memphis on the road that's going to be tough so yeah you know I haven't favored eight games and then maybe you know obviously I think they lose to Ohio State does not mean that they can't upset them but I see them I'm looking at it I'm going this team's legit you need to be looking for them kind of a long shot um, be interesting now with, uh, like I said, with UCF, uh, I was going to put them as uh, a big question mark, maybe a long shot, because they played so well the last two years. There's, I mean, it's they did lose in a bowl game, but they, I mean, they gave LSU everything they wanted. But there's so many questions uh, regarding this. Uh, Josh Hupel, uh despite, I mean, he, he did play at Weaver State. You know, Go Wildcats had them on the show. But, you know, with the whole quarterback situation, it's going to be interesting to see how this team responds. They do bring back a lot of stars and starters. On the offensive side, they did lose a lot of depth on the defensive side. So a lot of questions regarding this. Uh, that's why they just missed it. So we'll be moving on now to the American Athletic. Uh, we're going to be moving past them. Uh, those are just kind of my teams. Uh, I know that I didn't really talk a lot about the other side of the conference. It's just that side of the conference is just so many questions that I have uh, regarding that. I do think that, you know, SMU, I have questions. Tulane, I have a few questions. Uh, and, of course, Houston, Memphis. There's a lot of questions surrounding the American Athletic this upcoming season. So, uh 
stay tuned. I think that I'll be covering it a little bit more just because it is such a big question mark and it really is an interesting conference. And I'm really hoping uh, James Madison actually goes into that conference if it were me. And being a fan, I would want that. So anyway, that is the American Athletic uh, going up, going down, long shot. Moving on now to the Mountain West Conference. Now, this conference, I feel uh, like you're, you know exactly what you're going to be getting with, with this conference. Uh, and it's really hard. It's easy to predict kind of how it all turns out. Uh, we know San Diego and Fresno are going to be good out of the Mountain West West side. And you know that Boise State is going to be good out of the other side. And there's not a lot of, uh, you know, parity, as people call it. Um, and so as I, as I go through this conference, it's really hard to see a team that I see trending upwards, uh, trending downwards. And a long shot because, I mean, last year I would have said Colorado State on the downward slope, you know, uh, that would have been kind of my guess. Uh, however, I want to be talking about a team that will be going up this upcoming season. And I almost put them into the, into the long shot category. All right, here we go. And that is the Air Force Falcons. Number one reason, I understand I'm getting into a lot of the armed forces uh, teams, and some people, are. it's it's hard because uh, these guys are serving our country and playing football at the same time. It's it's great. They're at a really small school. I mean, we're talking about 4,000, uh, all very small uh, institutions in Annapolis, at West Point, in Colorado Springs. However, I think the Air Force Falcons are going to get back on the horse. I want to say this. Uh, Troy Calhoun is an extremely experienced coach. Uh, he's been around the program for so long, and he's been a very winning coach uh, at this program. He has got them to 10 wins before back in 2014. You know what? He can do it, and I have all the faith in the world in him. And it has actually been kind of disappointing. Oh, and in 2016, 10 wins. Sorry, I forgot about 2016. But it's been kind of disappointing the last couple of years only getting to five wins, especially in a, in a conference where I feel like they should have been able to dominate and even give Boise State a run for their money. Uh, so I'm looking at it, and I'm like, okay, yeah, as we go through these these schools and as we we depict each and one of these guys i feel like these guys vegas has them at six and a half i do have them at seven wins and i think that they can make some noise and the only the only reason why i have them losing they do pull colorado on the road they do play boise state on the road uh luck and they do play uh army and utah state at home so they do get lucky in those and they get fresno state at home so you know if you take I mean, I have them losing those games. Now, if you can take uh, one one of those uh, games and, you know, that are at home and you upset them having to come up playing Colorado Springs. I mean, it's it's high I, high as in, you know, high in altitude. Uh, I, I've ran there. I run around Colorado. I'm I'm a Division two athlete. As of right now, we're going Division one a little bit later uh, next year. But... But I had to go over to Colorado. We, we, we raced in the Armac, and it is tough to play there. And I'm from Utah, which is also really high. So I can only imagine a team uh, like Fresno State coming from the Valley in California having to go up to play 
at Air Force, especially in October where Air Force's timing is going to be down. And it's a little bit difficult. This Air Force team is... Uh, is I always say that you never can count them out. Uh, they also they always play really close games. They're, sometimes they blow out a team, and sometimes a team gets them. But they, I feel like every single time it's really close. Like it could go either way at the very end, be just the style of play that they play. So that is a team that in the Mountain West that movie going up. Anyway, so moving on to the team going down, I see it as the Utah State Aggies. Now, I'm sorry, Aggie Nation. I know that you love Utah State. Logan embraces this uh, team. They have not been the best in, uh, you know, way back when I was a little, little kid. I remember just kind of everyone just kind of made fun of Utah State fans. I know that kind of sounds mean, but like, like, they weren't relevant. We didn't talk about Utah State when we were little. And then, you know, Gary Anderson came in, turned it around, being able to get to 11 wins, getting back to bowl games, and it was really fun. Honestly, I, I thought I really enjoyed uh, watching them, you know, Chucky Keaton, and then now moving into uh, Jordan Love, who we have now. And Matt Wells did a very good job, uh, only had one lose, well, they have one season where they didn't make a bowl game. Uh, they he had three losing seasons, but you know made it to bowl games. So in the past few years, they've they've done so well. I mean, eighteen, seventeen, fifteen, fourteen, thirteen. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They made the seven bowl games in the last you know since two thousand eleven. They've only they've only been to twelve bowl games overall. So that's a that's a lot. They've had a lot of recent success. I see them trending down. Uh they did get eleven wins last year. I think a couple people didn't take them. Uh I think serious, I guess, is is the word I want. I mean they beat I mean they stomped on BYU, which, you know, is <laughs> is awesome in my opinion because uh I gotta love it when when BYU loses. I, I grew up a Ute fan. I, I'm sorry. I will still depict the Cougars. Still love it. But when it comes down to my teams, hey, I'm cheering against my rival school. Anyway, uh, they almost beat Michigan State in Lansing, which was really close. It was a really close game. So, you know, a lot, a lot of teams, uh, you know, they didn't get a couple bounces in the in the two close games that they lost. They ended up beating North Texas. I just see this team. They're not going to get back to 11 wins. I have them at 9. Vegas has them at 7. I think I have a little bit more of Utah goggles on just because I am from Utah. And I want to say, okay, well, in a close game, you know, like a Wake Forest, well, you know what? I want to give it to Utah State. Somebody back in, you know, the Carolinas probably give it to Wake Forest. Going to be interesting kind of how, how it all rounds out. Uh, and then the long shot that I have in this and it's more of a long shot, not not to win the conference, but a long shot to do some national, uh, make some national noise, and that is the Boise State Broncos. I think Boise State has the potential, and I understand that you know there's been so many years where this team has been a 12 win team, an 11 win team, uh, double digits. This team could once again be back uh, with UCF, all of their craziness going on around their their uh, you know quarterback situation i don't really understand we'll see what happens i think this is going to be the mid-major that we're going to be talking about you know that could be undefeated that they're going to be kind of like you know ucf complaining hey we want to get in a bowl game uh so that, that that is my opinion so there it is uh i know it's not a super crazy uh opinion but i think that boise state will definitely make it and you know what if fresno gets them fresno will be that team too two long shots i want to see i want to side on on boise side uh but 
that is me. So there it is for the Mountain West going up, going down, and long shot. Air Force, Utah State, Boise State. Into the Conference USA. Here we go. Going up, going down, long shot. Team going up, I have the FAU Owls. Florida Atlantic from Boca Raton, Florida. Last year, we're just going to chalk up as a disappointment going 5-7. and seven. I think they came back down to earth. Uh, I feel like in 2017 when Lane Kiffin got there, it was just bam, bam, bam. Transfer, big names, big offense. What the heck is going on oh wait we won 11 games we you know probably the best uh that we've ever seen this team play it was impressive give fau some kudos um so uh last year come in a lot of people predicting them they're like oh you know what this team's gonna be really good and they got a couple of tough breaks i'm not gonna lie this last year uh they lost a close one to louisiana tech they lost a close one to north texas they lost a close one to charlotte and if you win those three games you're looking at an eight and four season instead of in a, in a bowl bid instead of a five and seven season so that is one of the reasons why i think that this team is going to be moving on and upwards vegas has their line at eight i also have them predicted at eight but it is much better than that five win season they had a year ago kiffin is really gifted offensively i think he uh you know he gets a lot of guff for you know leaving tennessee leaving usc coaching with saban i think this guy knows his stuff and i think that florida atlantic and boca raton is the best place to do so so i see this team trending up Uh, i think they're going to be relevant in the cusa i don't know if i have them winning that side i think that fiu and marshall are two really tough teams uh to be able to knock off uh however uh you never know as the season rolls out with injuries and stuff but that is a team that i definitely uh eight wins obviously i i'm taking the line in vegas i have them at eight wins i actually created this schedule before the lines were released or like the lines were released uh earlier this week i've created my predictions about a month ago so uh i have them there uh the team that i have for the going down and i feel bad because i feel like i do this to this team every single year and that is the middle tennessee blue raiders they got to the cusa title last year and they ended up playing appalachian state in the in the let me make sure to oh the new orleans bowl uh they did lose and they lost in the CUSA title. But this team was, I was not predicting them. I actually had FIU last year uh, uh, with a slight uh, slight edge over Marshall. And all of a sudden, Middle Tennessee State comes in, swoops in, or Middle Tennessee, yeah, Middle Tennessee State swoops in and just like stills the show, right? And I'm like, oh my goodness, what's going on? What is going to, like, what's going to happen, right? Well, I'm looking and. I love, I actually have a special place in my heart for this team. Uh, I, I was them on the PlayStation when we had NCAA football. And I, I really don't like when I see them going down. But I don't think eight wins is realistic this next year. I think that they play, they do play Michigan, they play Duke, and they play Iowa. Three really tough teams where last year they did get, you know, they did, they got UT Martin, they got, and they had, uh, well, they, and they pulled a couple of the other teams, the the smaller teams, out of the other side of the conference. Uh, they got Old Dome, they got Charlotte, they got UTEP, uh, they got 
you know, they, they did get the win against UAB, even though I think UAB rested everyone to play them the next week. So, kind of a weird year last year for for this side of the conference, or and for or for for them. But I see them, uh, you know, doing some damage. Uh, uh, maybe getting if they get an upset, they get to the get to the a uh, bowl game. Vegas has them at five and a half wins. I took the under at five wins, uh, but it could go either way. And I don't want to uh, to go against Rick uh, Stockstill, but you know what? I'm going to this year. I see them trending down a little bit. I think that they could get to a bowl game. I have them at five, obviously, but we will see again as the season rolls on. And finally, the long shot. Now this is going to be uh, another one that. Don't know, but I want to make it. And I think that America, we have embraced the UAB Blazers. I think it was an amazing story that they didn't have a program in 15 and 16. They fought for it back. I mean, they were not good before. Uh, And I mean not good. I'm talking about like one bowl game good in in however I don't even know however long that this team had been around. But you know what? Bill Clark, he stuck through it. Which is extremely impressive that a coach to come in not having any guarantee, uh, you know, having the program basically shut down as you are, <laughs> as you're coaching, and then be like, oh, by the way, we're going to come back. Really kind of an interesting you know, kind of dynamic that they have uh, down in Birmingham. I have them the long shot to make some noise again nationally. I have them the long shot to be ranked in the top 25. Um, That might just because I love this team, but they do pull a lot of easy teams in the preseason. The only team that I think is really tough is Tennessee. I think that North Texas, the last game of the season at North Texas, is going to be big. But everyone else that they play, I mean, they pull... uh, I, they have one of the weakest schedules in, in FBS, and they did get 11 wins last year. I have them getting 11 wins, losing to Tennessee, but uh, I they could win the CUSA, and they could be honestly relevant in a national conversation. I don't know if we're going to put this team into a New Year's Six Bowl. I don't know what how high this team can reach, and I know they only return eight starters out of 22. Not really good odds, but you know what? Everybody was started like the last couple of years. They didn't even have any experience. They, they played last time they played was in 2014, and guess what? They went eight and five last year, eleven and three. I can see them continuing the success. So that is my long shot to make some national news. Um, next up, we will be having a short ad break. Afterwards, we'll talk about the MAC, uh, the Sun Belt, and then we'll send you off as we are getting ready for this upcoming college football season. And that is your ad break. Just thank Anchor for that ad break. Now, uh, we're going to be moving on to the MAC, and this will be the teams, again, that will be going up, going down, and long shot in the MAC. Now, a team that I see on the rise in this conference, really a fun conference to cover, mainly because I want to say this I love it when they're playing on like Wednesday and Tuesday nights, like at the end of the season. It's awesome. I love it. You're like, Oh wait, there's there's football games on every night of the week as we are trying to determine who the MAC championship will be played. Now I'm looking at this team here in Toledo, and Jason Candle is in his fourth year. All of his kids had an extremely successful 2017 season. Even so, in 2016, last year, a little bit on the downturn. Uh, Vegas has them uh, at 7.5, I believe, uh, as of today. And 
I have them at nine. Now you're gonna go, whoa, nine. Why? I don't know if they can beat Kentucky. That okay. They're maybe. You're looking at it. Murray State. Okay, I love Murray State. Really good program. Do not mess with them. Um and then you have Colorado State. Series is tied one one. I would lean towards Toledo despite having to go to Fort Collins. They play BYU at home. Now, I'm not, I know, I'm not a BYU fan, and I actually took Toledo losing in this game, but I'm going to say it's going to be come down to, like, a field goal because I think that Toledo could even beat the Y in, uh, in a game, especially at home. And uh, they lost last time that Toledo went to uh, Lavelle Edwards, 55-53. to 53. It was a really good game. My brother and dad actually went down to that game. They talked a lot about about, about it. But I see this team winning this side of the conference handedly. Uh, they do get uh, Eastern Michigan, which is uh, a team that I'll talk about in just a little bit, uh, and Northern Illinois at home. Uh, so they do get lucky at the Western Michigan at home. So I think this team can make some some noise, and I see them even getting to a double-digit win season after they go to the MAC championship and they play in a bowl game. So there it is, going up the Toledo Rockets. Now the team that is going down, and I only say that they are going down for one reason, is of the success that was had this last year. And that is the Buffalo Bulls. Uh, I know I talked a little bit about them in my other podcast with with questions that I have, and I said that I don't know if I I would uh, would bet against them. Vegas has the line at six. Okay, six. I'm going to take the over on that. I think they're better than a six win team. Um, they win. They won ten games last year. They went to the C, the the MAC title. Sorry, uh, they had an amazing quarterback, amazing arm. I just don't know if they can do it this year. They do play home against Ohio. They have home against Temple. So they do get lucky on those games. but And they do get Toledo home. But I don't know if they can get back to 10. I'm not saying they're not going to be irrelevant. And I still think that they can win that side of the MAC. But 10 wins is going to be a stretch for this uh, Buffalo Bulls team. So I want to have them trending down. They only bring back 8 starters. 8 out of 22, that's tough. Now I want to be consistent here. Because I just said UAB only bringing back 8. A little bit different. They just lost their program. Kind of revamping. You know, they have the recruiting. Kind of that chip on the shoulder. Losing it at Buffalo, a little bit tougher to replace. Uh, so I think they trend down a little bit. I still think they have a pretty easy schedule. But I think that they are definitely on a little bit of a downward uh, path. Now, I'm going to talk about a team that I love very much. And I I even believe I've talked about them in the past on the podcast. And this is this Eastern Michigan team. And I want to say that uh, I think that they are the long shot. And you guys might think I'm crazy, but to go to the MAC title. Now, I know they play at Toledo. And I know they play at Northern Illinois, and those are the teams that are kind of predicted to win that side of the conference. Uh, They do pull Western Michigan at home, but... I don't. I just love this team, and I think that they can get back to back to back bowls. I think that is a really solid possibility. Vegas has them at six and a half. I took the high road. I took seven, 
and I know that they are eight and twenty-four in Mac Road games. I I know that is a, it is a long shot to have them go and beat Toledo, beat Northern Illinois on the road, especially like I said, eight and twenty-four, not very good. Last year they went two and two. However, uh, they beat Toledo last year understandably at home but i think this team can do a lot of good things they pull coastal carolina which i think you can beat and central connecticut state i think they can beat them they do have to go on the road to kentucky and illinois but you know what play your guts out you might get an upset and uh i think kentucky is a good team i think illinois is a is an uh is an all right team as well but i think you know you play the upset build I think that this team gets back-to-back, and I think that uh, despite them probably being predicted as preseason uh, number four in the in the MAC, I think they are a long shot to, to disrupt it a little bit, uh, especially because I don't feel like Northern Illinois is as strong as years past, especially with a first-year coach after Rod Car- uh, Carney left and... Uh, Western Michigan, I kind of feel like they always sit around that seven, uh, six, seven win bubble. So it will be interesting to see how it all rolls out. But do not sleep on this Eastern Michigan team. They are my long shot. So there you go for the MAC conference. Going up, going down, and long shot. We have the Toledo Rockets, the Buffalo Bulls, and the Eastern Michigan Eagles. Okay, to finish off this podcast, we have the Sun Belt Conference uh, with going up, going down, and long shot. The team that I see that is trending upward in the Sun Belt Conference, and I don't know if it's trending upwards as much as you know, other teams where I'm saying, okay, they're going to completely turn it around, but it is the Arkansas State Red Wolves. I'm going to say it for this reason. Uh, from 2009 to 2014, they went through a ton of coaches. They had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight coaches. Blake Anderson stayed. So he loves, he, well, loves. He likes Jonesboro, probably loves it. I haven't talked to him. Maybe that'd be a, a good question to have on the podcast. But he stayed, and there's a reason why he did. He's in his sixth year. Now, we always say that his fourth year is the year that determines everything. They went 7-5. and five. They did well. They've been to a bowl game every single year he's been here. Granted, um, they went 1-4. and four. They're one, He was 1-4 and four in, uh, in in bowl games here. But he's been successful, and it, and you know what? That's that's really hard to do, especially in a conference that doesn't get a lot of media coverage. I think that this team, uh, they do play SMU, they play UNLV, they play Georgia, they, they play Southern Illinois for their non-conference schedule. Uh, and they have to come here to Las Vegas, and I am hoping more than anything that I will get tickets to that game, and I'll be able to cover that game uh, from the stands for you guys working on it. Don't worry. But I see that if they go 3-1, and one, obviously Georgia is really tough. You can always play the upset card, but that's going to be a lot to ask. I don't see it happening. But this team is trending upwards. Eight wins. I have them going higher than that. Now, Vegas' line is 7.5. That's mainly because I think Vegas looks at this as kind of the Sun Belt is kind of a punching bag. They all beat each other up, and the winner is going to come out with, you know, seven wins out of this side of the conference because the other side of the conference is so dominant. And if you have to pull the other side of the conference, it's going to be tough. But then you do pull the other side of the conference, and it's Georgia Southern, and it's at home. They do have to go on the road to Troy. That's going to be tough. But they don't play Appalachian State. 
that will be really key as we move forward into the season. I see this team going to the CUSA uh, title game. I see them playing very well this season. I see this team trending up. Now, the team that I see going down, and I know that uh, it, there's absolutely, I mean, outside of Monroe, Louisiana, I don't know how many people are talking about them, but the ULM Warhawks. This team, uh, Matt Vieter, Viator is in his fourth year. Uh, they got, uh, I don't know, it depends on uh, how you look at it, but they went 6-6. Six and six. They did not make it to a bowl game last year. It was sad that to you know to reach that mark, especially it is hard, a, a team that has only been in 2012, to hit that mark, to get to the bowl game. So I see this team as really consistent, you know, 4-8, and 5-7, type deal right they went six and sixes last year vegas has them at five i have them at five this next upcoming year with a possible four so i i just kind of don't see this team getting as far as what they did last year i understand they didn't go to a bowl game and they only won six games but i see them trending down slightly in a sunbelt conference that is becoming increasingly more competitive now my long shot and it is uh, another long shot uh, towards the, the championship, and that is the Troy Trojans. Understandably, that L- Chip Lindsey is in his first year. That's why they're my long shot. Everyone's talking about Appalachian State, and they're saying, you know what? Appalachian State needs to move up. I even said that they should move up into the American Athletic, give a little bit of a variety to that conference, a little bit more competition for them as well because they've dominated since coming to the FBS. Everybody's talking about them. Nobody's really talking about Troy. Uh, you know, they're Neil Brown now at West Virginia. It's going to be interesting to see what Chip Lindsey does to continue the success that Neil Brown had. Neil Brown had been there since 2015, had three straight double-digit win seasons. So it's going to be tough to follow. Uh, Vegas has them at just six and a half wins. I would take that every single day to the bank uh but again that's your money i would take it uh and i see this team doing something that 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 has not been that they haven't been able to do and that is to get to the to to the to the title game uh hopefully upset appalachian okay not hopefully i i don't really care in either way i just want to see good football but upset appalachian that's who's standing in their way they do play mizzou that will be tough they're home against arkansas state they're home against georgia southern they're home against appalachian if this if there's any team that could make a run at the cusa title that nobody's talking about that is the troy trojans so they are my long shot now that that is in conclusion uh we are concluding uh, our podcast today. Uh, really interesting uh, teams, a lot to talk about as we near college football. Uh, again, follow us on all of our accounts, uh, social media-wise. Uh, subscribe on wherever you listen to your podcast so you get the latest uh, updates of when I publish. Again, we are nearing School time camps are starting to go on. School is starting to happen for these college athletes, and it is upon us. Uh, I think this college football season is going to be like nothing we've seen before. I think across the league, I understand that Clemson and Alabama have been so uh, powerful, but I see a lot more parity this year. I could be wrong, but I don't know if I see those 
I mean, maybe Clemson. I don't know if I see him. So we will see. So a lot of fun stuff as we move forward into this next year. Uh, but these are the teams that I have going up, going down, and long shot. Uh, kind of a fun little segment. I'll probably talk a little bit, uh, do on my own, kind of my own podcast series, outside of the interview series is what I call it, uh, talk a little bit about uh, the odds that Vegas has set, the lines that they have set. Uh, if you're into gambling, hey, you might want to go take it to the bank because you're going to be making some money on it. Uh, I've actually figured out how to how it works. It was really confusing, but I understand it now. Uh, so... Now I'm going to be able to go down to Vegas and bet. So there it is. Uh, again, follow us, like us, uh, tell your family, tell your friends as we are continuing to uh, better ourselves at get the ball rolling for all of your college f- uh, football needs. Uh, until next week, I hope you guys have a great week, and let's keep the ball rolling.